Hi guys, welcome back to Read Dirty To Me. I'm your host, V Cummins. I am so sorry about that break, but we are back. I don't know what the hell August was. I don't know if it was just me. I don't know what happened. Guys, August like kicked my ass. Um, between like book slums and back to school for both me and the kids, it was just like, I, I'm not even 100% sure that the month of August existed if it weren't for the fact of that song by Taylor Swift. So we are just going to head into it. No real big housekeeping. Victoria, at read dirty to me for uh, any questions, book recommendations, anything like that. Read dirty to me. Pod, I think, on Instagram. Read dirty to me on TikTok. There is absolutely no cohesiveness to this. So we are just going to kind of jump on in. Um, we are actually going to start off with quite a bang, literally. We are doing Bang Gang by Jade West because if we are talking Jade West books, it's really hard to do a Jade West book on this podcast um, because, whoo, her books, my goodness. All right. So I have also been doing some more fun stuff lately where, like, I've really been taking advantage of the. Um, annotation feature on the Kindle. So we have some annotations that we'll have to go through. Not so much for this book, but some of the other books, we've got notes on notes on notes. So let's get into Bang Gang by Jade West. The blurb starts out with, um, it's one thing knowing your ex-boyfriend is a bit of a player, but it's another thing altogether to find out he's offering his services to anyone who will pay good money for them. Not just himself either. That would be far too regular for Darren Trent. Darren Trent, my teenage sweetheart and father to my two young girls, and not just putting himself up for sale. Oh no, Darren Trent offers his escort services alongside four of his mechanic friends. All of them at the same time. Five hot, sweaty mechanics at your service. They call themselves the Bang Gang, you can imagine. In a village our size, I should keep my head down and hope the scandal blows over before the girls or my poor old Nana catches wind of it. Only, it's not blowing over. Far from it. It seems every woman in the village wants themselves some mechanic action. There's no qualms about it either. They make no qualms about it either. Just rock up onto my cafe counter and ask how they can book themselves in for a bang gang special like I would know. I definitely wouldn't know. I hardly even know Darren Trent anymore. We split up a lifetime ago. I definitely don't think about him late at night. Don't think about five mechanics and me as much as every other woman in this village. And even if I didn't, I wouldn't act on it. I wouldn't draw the money from my savings account and have a go for myself. And even if I did that, I definitely, definitely wouldn't fall for him. Not again. Not after everything we went through. Not after splitting up the first time nearly brought me to my knees. Not after settling into a decent routine, the girls and me with no drama, no heartbreak, no crazy passions to rock the calm little boat we're sailing on. I mean, who would be stupid enough to risk all that over a hot, sweaty, oily bit of rough like Darren Trent? First of all, from the synopsis alone, I would be stupid enough to do that, okay? I am stupid enough to fall for somebody like Darren Trent, all right? So let's go ahead and just not judge everybody, Jody. Speaking of Jody, she is my MVP character, though. Like, imagine finding out that the love of your life, and they clearly were like loves of their lives, the father of your children was running a male sex worker ring in your small town. Kudos to her for not absolutely losing it on this poor man. 
she also has this really great mom glow up and she feels like better about herself and I loved to see that as like a frumpy mom who is really kind of coming into her own and having so much fun I actually went and did like a get what you get tattoo the other day and it is so not my style um and my husband clearly does not like it but I'm just having so much fun with it because like it's my body and who cares and she has that moment too and you're just so proud of her and so happy for her the whole entire time um the angst factor though was like an 8 out of 10 because it felt a little too real uh for me um just with certain phases in my life it just felt a little ouchy um is it part of a series no but please just go check out all of her books if you like it dirty best scene watching her gain confidence back after so long was just so wonderful please keep giving me that please keep giving me that like I love to see these women just absolutely come into their own especially because like he always found her like attractive before um they just like split up because of just kind of like life and things like that and you could tell he was just like the scared kid who had a kid really young um very sweet dual point of view yes spice factor I mean like come on it's Jade West it's like a nine out of ten but I have a very specific quote I don't want your fucking sugar packets, Jody. I want your pussy on my fucking face. I want you to ride my dick until you squirt all over me. I want to take your asshole until you moan like a dirty little bitch I used to love. So, yeah, that's one of the quotes. And that's not even from the actual, like, when she hires all the mechanics. It's just hot. This book is hot. Um, happy ending scale. Oh, the epilogue is one of the cutest epilogues I've ever read. Just everybody was so happy. Just absolutely beautiful epilogue. 10 out of 10 on that epilogue for sure. Um, so yeah, that was Bang Gang. I don't have a ton of annotations. It was mainly that um, the dirty one. And then, oh yeah, so this was from the prologue. Like this was just the prologue. He was still wet behind the ears, still humping away on the ladies like a pup due to have due to have his nuts off, which was such an interesting one. A cacophony of wolf, wolf whistles, and I wasn't sure whether the lads were complimenting the car or the huge pair of tits driving it. Probably a bit of both. Apologize for the animal in the background, by the way. So yeah, that was um, Bang Gang by Jade West. Just like I said, I don't know, so much fun for me. I really felt like... Um, it was one of those where it's like with Jade West, I've read so much of them, you know, and then it was like, okay, kind of getting out of it. And then I went back to it and I'm just so glad that I went back to it. It was so well worth it. So yeah, that is that one. And the next that we have on our list is actually not, uh, on purpose, but last on the list by Amy Dots, even though it is not last on our list. So with this book, we are getting into a single dad and a nanny. I love a single dad and nanny trope. I just do. I think that they are so much fun. Also, I will, um, there's a lot of kids like already over here. So if something ever happens between me and my husband, I don't know if I could ever date a single dad. So I guess it's just like living vicariously in that way. Um, because no Brady Bunch situations are happening. So I think it's just like kind of the fun of it all. Uh, so let's go ahead and get into the blurb. Only a bad nanny knows what it's like to kiss the boss, which, what an opener, first of all. Like, doesn't that just immediately make you go, hell yes, like, you go cozy. CEO millionaire Max Fletcher is a single dad in desperate need of a nanny. 
Cozy Barlow is in the middle of her self-appointed gap year and doing everything she can to detach from her past. But when her sister begs her to interview for the nanny position of a high-maintenance client, she doesn't have a good enough reason to say no. And when Max locks eyes on the 20-something in a tie-dye sweatsuit who pitches the idea of daydreaming all summer, he prepares to give this bad nanny the boot. One problem. Max's little girl thinks this plus-sized in body and spirit nanny might be her new bestie, so she hires her on the spot. Now, Max is stuck with this bizarre woman who hates everything he represents, corporate greed, money, status, power. But one stormy night when the power goes out, he discovers Cozy doesn't hate him. In fact, he's the leading role in her fantasies, fantasies he would very much like to make reality. So, yes, it is a cozy girl, or (laughs) cozy girl, it is a curvy girl romance, um, but, like, not with the same kind of, like, shame that I actually talked about with another book on TikTok, um, and so it was really nice to see, but there is actually a small critique that I'll get into when I talk about my annotations, um, that I really also think kind of plays to the other side of it, so I'll be excited to get there, too. My MVP character for this is Cozy, for sure. She is so fun. Like, she makes these cartoonerie boards, like, charcuterie boards that are shaped like penises. And it's so much fun. She is so bubbly and bright. Like, I just really enjoyed her. Um, And then you find out, like, more of her backstory, and you just love her even more. I also loved that she wasn't, like, the conventional nanny as somebody who isn't very good at scheduling. Um, You know, like, look at this podcast. Um, I really enjoyed getting to see her really have fun with it and um, do that kind of stuff. It was really nice. So is it part of a series? Um, There is definitely interconnecting books, but um, I didn't see like a specific series linked on Amazon. Best scene, they had some of the best flirting and banter, but their reconciliation scene was really wonderful. Um, It is a dual point of view. Spice Factor is an eight and a half out of 10. Happy Ending Scale is definitely a nine out of 10. They're all kind of sitting around with a whole bunch of friends. It's very fun. Um, I really actually did like the friends that were in the book um, that were clearly like from other books if they were they were really really good characters sometimes there were just so many that I kind of was like almost out of it but let's go ahead and go into my annotations um, some of them I might just read some of my notes and not actually read the passage because I don't want to spoil anything um, so chapter six Agenda, I respond, turning on the bottom step to face him. I'm dressed in a pair of tie-dye shorts, and I swear I catch him staring at my legs. I shrug. No agenda, I'm afraid. My nanny business model prefers more of a willy-nilly approach. And then I said I love that she's the antithesis of a usual nanny. Chapter 13, quote, In truth, most of the women I've dated in the past haven't had the curves Cassandra possesses. They're usually super toned gym rats, or they barely eat and walk around like they could blow over at any second. Cassandra is not one of them. And then my note is, a hot woman can be a hot woman without being compared to other women. Listen, I am curvy, okay? I have watched, like, family members that I have grow up either be like, blessed with skinny jeans and you know like live the like live with those jeans all their life I have seen you know like people who are constantly going to the gym to keep up that life I get it like I totally understand I don't want to see them put down as much as like I don't want to be put down in a book right there are people who for whatever reason 
don't want to eat as much or there are people that have battled eating disorders stuff like that I'm so tired of just like in books in general hey what if we knock down the bigger girl or like what if we have a bigger girl so we knock down the smaller girls no there's no reason for it there's no reason for it okay but like it is hard enough to live in this world without being a constant like dick but especially about something that people already know right they know the body that they live in you don't know the body that they live in you don't get to talk about a girl who looks too skinny or a man for that like same vein you don't get to talk about a person that looks too skinny you don't get to tell them to go eat a cheeseburger you don't get to tell them to go do all those things you don't get to say that to them you don't know their body you don't know their life you are not their doctor you are not looking at their labs their charts all of that same on the other side of the scale like literally you don't get to tell somebody who is bigger how they should live their life it is not fair to them it is not fair to those around you you it's just it's not a good look. I don't like seeing it in any sort of way. It almost actually made me DNF the book right here because I, and if it would have continued down that path, I would have because it's just, it is not fair. If, if you want to be more inclusive in your books by writing a curvy girl romance, great. Please do. I agree. But I don't think that you have to alienate a part of your readers in that same vein. Um, so that was my little soapbox. I'm sorry. Um, and then like that same chapter, not like the next page, actually, I don't think I ever really had a type, but Cassandra is making me doubt that fact now. It's not just her luscious body that turns me on though. It's the way she seems so comfortable in her own skin, effortless. She doesn't doubt herself at every turn. Hell, I've made more money than I ever dreamed possible. And I still fight imposter syndrome nearly every fucking day of my life. Then there's Cassandra who exists like she knows exactly what she was put on this planet to do. Okay. I don't know how many of you are on TikTok, but for those of you that are, I really likened this to that song um savior complex that's been going around where it's like uh like i'm playing the cool girl i'm keeping it so tight i said you just know cozy is dying inside and it doesn't matter because she's cool on the outside and you actually do find out the reason why she is taking this very like laissez-faire approach to life and you especially want him to like shut the fuck up after you find out why um and he does a really good job with it. He's not bad about it, but you just, like, going back and reading some of these after knowing that information, I'm just like, oh man. It's just kind of like a bummer, I guess. I don't know. Chapter 14. I, ex- I exhale a trembly breath as I huddle against myself, alone in my tiny house. I am a confident female. I look in the mirror every day, and I like what I see. I know my worth. But being so swiftly rejected by Max Fletcher has somehow managed to poke tiny holes in all those confidences I've worked my entire life to build. And I just put, fucking ouch. Um, so... This is more of like a buildup. Like this is a really good spicy buildup, I think. If you think for one fucking second, your body isn't everything I want. My voice catches in my throat as I palm her side, my thumbs brushing along her breast as my pulse races in my veins. I take a deep breath to collect myself. Everything I have been craving. I blow softly on her collarbone and relish in the shiver I see roll through her body. And everything I jack off to when I can't sleep at night because you haunt all my waking moments. My tongue slickens my lips as I pull back to stare hungrily at hers. Then you're not as smart as you think you are. And see, this is what I mean where, like, the sex can be fine, but the buildup is 
it like I need that build up I also really love like sexting so if anybody has any good like books that have to do with sexting read dirty to me um or no not read dirty to me what was it it was a Lauren Landish book was it talk dirty to me she has like a yeah she has a sex show that was a really good one too um and then (laughs) the next one was on the next or was on the same page actually I'm a grown-ass man and I've never been so inspired to give a woman a hickey before make no mistake you aren't a convenience fuck Cassandra you are a dream fuck I need to be called a dream fuck okay that is exactly what I want um the next one is truly for a female side laying is savage my left breast is currently working to swallow my right breast and my fupa fat upper pussy area is doing its best to fuck the mattress as well gravity is a foe for plus size girls not a friend seen and uh, not appreciating that call out um (laughs) max new rule you can no longer step foot in my kitchen me say what max you need to stay on the other side of the kitchen island in the mornings me how am i supposed to make my coffee Make it after I leave or wait until I make it for you. I can't keep bumping into you in the dark kitchen with your sexy, sleepy eyes every morning. It's becoming a problem. That is such a caveman thing to say. I've been driving to the office hard every day this week. The new rule stands. Well then, I get a new rule too. Hit me. You need to have your tie tied before you come out of your bedroom. Seriously? Yes, I'm two seconds away from grabbing onto it and dragging you into me. That sounds like a you problem. Fix your tie and no one gets hurt. Fine. I'll have Marsha fax the updated list of rules. Nobody faxes any more zaddy. Um, They do have very cute banter. They have very fun banter. Um, It gives a guy a healthy dose of inferiority complex. I inhale sharply sharply at that label. How the hell could Max Fletcher, this beautiful specimen of a man in front of me, ever suffer from an inferiority complex? I really like how they showed that he was vulnerable. They give him a lot of really vulnerable moments that I was very thankful for. They did a really good job with him. Um... I really liked at one point they said the reality affects me far more ready or the this that reality affects me far more than I'm ready to admit which who hasn't been there you know um oh yeah I can't I can't say this next one but uh it was a painful one I literally just put holy fucking ouch it's from chapter 48 page 13 313 um for anybody who's looking for it and then chapter 50 I also can't give that one but it was a very cute chapter it automatically bumps this book up um they did a really good job with the daughter too it's you know I've I've expressed my concern about books that have kids in them how it can be kind of difficult sometimes I think that overall this book actually did a really really great job of that so um yeah that is last on the list and but like I said not last on ours we are actually going full-blown dirty for this next one for this last one we're getting into your dad will do actually we are only like 18 minutes and the next one is really quick so that one is not going to be the last one because that seems like a too short of an episode so we're gonna have a little bit more fun um so yes, we are going to go with Your Dad Will Do by Katie Robert. Um, in this one, I have been harboring a dark secret for two long years. I've been fantasizing about my fiance's father, thinking filthy thoughts that a good daughter-in-law should not be indulging in. So when I can't catch my fiance cheating on me, there's only one revenge that will fulfill all my needs. I'm going to seduce his father. It's dirty and it's wrong and I don't care. I want him so I mean to have him. After this weekend, my ex won't be the only one who calls his father daddy. If you like daddy books, this is for you. I 
it's not even like it's probably not even like the most taboo book I've ever read but for me it just hit all of these different notes of like exactly what I needed at that moment I was like okay this is filthy enough this is just it was so oh there were certain times where like my husband looked over and I was like squirming he's like are you okay and I was like I can't talk about this book okay like and here I am talking about it but I was like I cannot look you in your face and talk to you about this book like I was blushing from head to toe and he was like what is this book about like I've read dirtier books okay I have read dirtier books I you know but for some reason this book specifically just hit where it needed to hit I guess um I think it's also the level of taboo that like quote-unquote like can happen you know um I mean it's smut like it's it's a smut book all right but it's like a fun smut book so if you have a daddy like if you have a daddy kink just go just go get this if you have a daddy kink that you want and you want to like also a revenge kink go download you will not be sorry so my main character is Lily get it girl get it hard get it soft get it in the kitchen get it anywhere you can get it everywhere you can be hot just be hot and fuck your ex's dad no big no big angst to this though um really just is it part of a series yeah it's like this like taboo collection there's also I own I think I own all of them at this point um it's your dad will do gifting me to his best friend which is another one that I'm going to talk about real fast my dad's best friend and seducing my guardian um, which also just like in the font for some reason, because I can't read kind of looks like seducing my, uh, grandpa. And it really makes me think of the latest Jessica Kane book, um, which I made a TikTok about. And then I like deleted not too, not too long after, but I had sent the TikTok to my friend and she was like, no, grandpa's no stop. Just stop. So that was a fun little conversation I got to have with her. So, um, best scene, all of them they're all sexy. They're, they're just all sexy. Uh, dual point of view. No spice factor. A hundred out of 10 happy endings. Scale. Sexual happy endings. 10 out of 10 real life. Happy endings. Like five out of 10. Like I said, it was cute. It was quick. Um, yeah, it was a lot of that. We are now, I think going to go to the do over by TL Swan. We are here to talk about it. I have, this was one of my most anticipated books of 2022. Um, I cannot believe I almost said 2020. Like I just tried to hold, turn back that clock for the past few years. So yeah, we're going to go into um, The Do-Over by T.L. Swan. If you know me, you know I'm a T.L. Swan girly. This has been at the top of my list for so long. Just, I am so excited that this is finally here. It is the, what we thought was going to be the conclusion for the Miles Brothers series, but we are actually getting like Miles Ever After on Valentine's Day of 2023. I'm so excited. So let's go ahead and get into it. In this sexy installment of the Miles High Club series from best-selling author T.L. Swan, a billionaire playboy goes incognito on a backpacking trip in Europe, but how long can he hide from love? I'm wealthy, powerful, and able to get any woman I want. So why do I feel so empty inside? In search of a deeper me, I take a sabbatical for my privileged life. One year of backpacking around Europe, a new identity, no contacts, and no money. Not a bad plan, I think, until I get there. A crowded hostel room, body odor, and beer bongs. There are no words for the fresh hell I've landed in. But amid the chaos, I meet my new roommate, Hayden Whitmore. She sleeps in the bed opposite me, and I openly admit to staring at her more than I sleep. 
beautiful, innocent, and smart. Not my usual type, but perhaps the perfect woman. There's just one small problem with the divine Miss Hayden. She's totally unaffected by my charm. Nothing is working, and now I've been friend-zoned. What? But the good thing about me is that I'm an incredible problem solver, and I've come up with a diabolical plan. I'm going to slide in right under her friend zone, be the best damn friend she's ever had, hold her hand, make her laugh, and spoon with her in bed. But now there's another problem. Hayden is the one who is sliding under my skin, and maybe friendship isn't enough. So let's get into Hayden. She's my MVP. She's from America. She's like from this farm. Her family was like, no, you've got to get out. You've got to go see things. So she does. She goes to Spain where she meets this guy. This girl is strong. I'm just, this girl is strong. There are a few moments with this man where I'm like, sir, away, like away. I, good for her for being able to forgive him because there were certain sometimes where I was like, I don't know if I could. There was one small moment. She's, Teal Swan is really good at making you have those like ice through the vein moments. Um, I think a lot whenever like Joshua Stanton went to the strip club and went up to the top rooms um, and Natasha saw I think about that a lot. At one point, Hayden sees Christopher have a girl on his shoulders, and she's just, like, heartbroken. And it's like, yes, I get it. I just, I would have bolted. I, he would have he broken me. Um, so, yes, angst factor was, like, an 8.5 out of 10 because T.L. Swan knows her angst. Um, best scene was the yacht scene for sure so it actually brings in old characters you're getting like mr garcia you're getting mr spencer you're getting mr masters you're getting some of those really fun guys and they are on a yacht where he where christopher is working and he doesn't want anybody to know like what he's doing he doesn't want anybody to know his life um outside of you know this experiment and so he has to ask all these guys to keep his secret to like just shut the fuck up and keep the secret because he doesn't know whose boat he initially got hired to so he ends up like they make him go through all these different hoops because they know him they know him well and so they make him constantly like go through all of these hoops which was um really funny to watch I really enjoyed that scene it is a dual point of view, and it's actually pretty evenly spaced, um, especially for a Tail Swan book. Uh, she does tend to do more of the female points of view more, um, and this one I felt like had a lot of Christopher in it, which I always love. Um, Spice Factor was probably like a 6 out of 10. The sex was good. Their flirting was really good. Their romance definitely, I think, stood out more, um, which was nice. He does have some really good redeeming moments. He has um, a boy in the village that he takes care of. It, he does have a lot of really sweet moments. So while I while I panned him pretty hard, uh, he is very funny. And he's clearly just kind of like trying to find himself. You really feel bad because you just want him to like be able to find himself. Um, happy ending scale is a 7 out of 10 for right now I think I'm just so excited for the epilogue like the extended epilogue that I know that that's going to be really great so yeah that was pretty much it for this week um just kind of some fun ones get back into it and I will see you guys next week bye